Welcome to the Power Up Show. You're listening to me and Paul on Thursday, the 3rd of October. It's currently five past six. Paul, how are you today? I'm very well, Mia. Good um, Good evening already. Um, I'm, I always say good afternoon because it's light outside. It's nice to show the, start the show in daylight. I actually left home this morning in daylight as well. So, hey, what uh, are our thoughts on spring at 31 uh, degrees? Spring is here. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. Um, loving the weather. It's a bit warm, but I think uh, I could go another 10 degrees before I started to complain. Yeah, I've noticed you put the air conditioner <laughs> in the studio to <laughs> minus 20. Anyway, let's move on on the show tonight. Um, we will be talking to our LinkedIn ninja, uh, Gillian, in a very short while, and, uh, and Gillian's going to share basically some, uh, as she always does, some uh, some great insights of the world of uh, of, uh, of LinkedIn with us as well. Um, and uh, then we're going to be talking to a gentleman by the name of uh, Mark Capuno. Mark is from a company called uh, Three Peaks International. And uh, Mark's going to be talking to us Is about the three peaks or three pigs. Three peaks. It sounded a bit like the three little piggies went to market. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? What Moving can I on. say? Moving along swiftly. He's going to be talking to us about um, some of the real benefits that uh, that even the smallest of businesses can get out of getting um, help from virtual assistants. And um, uh, and it's something which I think has, uh, has changed over time. Mm. So he's going to tell us in terms of some of his insights on that particular mm. That'll topic. That'll be quite interesting because the gig economy is here. And Absolutely. why would you want to pay a full-time person to do something when you only need a few hours of the job done every yes, week? Yes, so that's right. Awesome. That's right. Exactly right. Uh, and then before the end of the show, we'll have Rajin for the Bollywood show. And... Uh, no, Getting I am you not prepared for dancing. Your dancing. Um, <laughs> so that will not be happening. <laughs> anyway, it's just count to five past six. You're listening to Power Up Show with Mir and Paul, uh, live 90.5. And we're back with the Power Up Show with Mir and Paul. And as always, we have the awesome, awesome LinkedIn Ninja with us today. Gillian, how are you? I am very, very well, my darling. I'm so glad to hear. Now, I believe today you've mm-hmm. left us with a little bit of a cliffhanger here because the only information I have and Paul has is that you're going to share some information with us today that only 2,000 people know. So this is going to be 2002. Well, actually. <laughs> plus 12,000 listeners. Plus the 12,000 listeners. 2,000, what's that? Okay. okay. <laughs> I can do the maths. That's it. That's the clue. That's the cliffhanger. <laughs> All right. got to give it to us. What is it? All right, okay. So, just to give you a bit of context, there is 645 million people on LinkedIn, okay? And only 1,748 people know about this. <laughs> so, less than 2,000. I want to know. I want to know. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Do I know about it? Okay. Have you already right. told me about it? <laughs> All right. So, there. I don't know if you know this part, but there is no customer service phone number for LinkedIn. So if you're having a big fat problem and you want to go, where's the number? Who do I want? I want to call someone. Mm -hmm. There is no actual phone number to call, okay? So what you have to do is go through a very laborious, very hard way of finding a ticket to log a ticket and Mm -hmm. you get a little ticket number that you can follow and and then you wait patiently for them to get back to you and then sometimes they don't even get back to you and they say, thanks very much for your ticket, case closed. And you're like, what? All that hard work. Not very satisfying. Okay, so there is a couple of back doors. (laughs) Okay, we do Uh, like it. Okay, so one of them is, and it's very ironic that this is set up this way, because LinkedIn have created a fake account. Now, they come down on fake accounts, and in fact, between... January and June this year, they deleted 21.6 million fake accounts. 
Okay, so they did a great big crackdown. But yet they have mm. their own. <laughs> well, I suppose so, they're not going to get rid of their fake account, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they're not going to get rid of their one, no. At but, least they know it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also manned and it's yeah. not set up to actually, you know, spam people or uh, disillusion people or, you know, all that sort of thing. So what it is, is there is an account called LinkedIn Help and it's manned by the customer service desk. Oh. <laughs> so they all have the login. So they could be maybe, I don't know, 200 people or something that are actually um, got access to this account. So what you can do, and, and that's how I know the number exactly, because there's only two connections on ah. it, but yet they've set it up to be a follow only. And there's only 1,748 people, people following, who are following it. following it, yeah, One I of which that. is me. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. And me. And you, as of now. <laughs> so there's 1,749. <laughs> Correct. I'm behind okay. the eight ball. I'm, I'm so, on to it, though. So what this does is that if you've got a problem or if you've got a big suggestion for LinkedIn that's, you know, uh, politically correct and, and PG, mm-hmm. um, then you can actually tag that page or you can um, chat with somebody back and forth and say, hey, how come this has happened or how come this wasn't working or something like that? So you can actually have a full-on chat conversation with somebody. So when we were having a issue, and we actually haven't addressed this uh, this strategy uh, online yet, well, on the show yet, but one of the issues we were having was tagging people and the tag would just fall away at some point during the day. In fact, within sort of three or four minutes, it would go. Um, <laughs> and do sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so at that point, that would have been a great idea to tag LinkedIn Help and go, hey, is anyone else having this problem, X, Y, and Z, at LinkedIn Help? Yeah. Yep, okay. Outstanding. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, beautiful. It's quite interesting because if you don't know, you don't know, right? I would have been one Absolutely. of those Muppets looking for a... Um, uh, a LinkedIn help desk number and got frustrated when nobody got back to me. Uh, yep. And then, you know, I'm going to be honest here, Gillian, I'm not going to hold back on this one, but uh, okay. it, it appears that you are my LinkedIn help because I just call you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true, you do. And a lot of people do. <laughs> Speaking um, of which, Gillian, we've got a question on the um, text ooh. line, 0480-028-100. And the question mm-hmm. is, you talk to Gillian every single, single week, but I still don't know how to get into touch with her how do i contact oh. your linkedin ninja she's and protected that's from janine correct <laughs> she's our special contact janine you can't have her <laughs> i love that question i thought it was going to be a nice curly one but that one's easy um <laughs> so the easiest way is linkedin.com forward slash in which is the beginning of everybody's linkedin account and then Gillian bullock which is j-i-l-l-i-a-n B-U-L-L-O-C-K, just like Sandra Bullock. And do so you have a website? One. I do, linkedinninja.com.au, and there is a contact us page there. And if somebody wants to leave a message, it goes straight to my email. Outstanding. Or super, super easy. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. We'll also get that onto our social media posts too, our, our social media play, uh, platforms, and we will get okay. that out to everyone. But, Janine, I hope you were able to get Gillian's details. So, Gillian, just spell your name again. Your surname? J, yep, J-I-L-L-I-A-N, mm-hmm. N for November, and B-U-L-L-O-C-K. Awesome, Gillian. Thanks so much. And now we have increased the LinkedIn help. I'm sure they're going to be very happy <laughs> when, <laughs> when the numbers Indeed. increase overnight. There's something going to be very busy. 
So if you want to open it for next week, perhaps, to get another text message or however you usually receive calls. Yeah, well, what we'll do is maybe what we can do is why don't we open up the text line for all our listeners, 0480-028-100, and why don't we just get some questions in during the week and we will throw questions at you next week. How does that sound? Love it. Family feud. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have a special uh, session next week with our interview show, which is going to be the LinkedIn Ninjas Q&A. Fabulous. Fantastic. Thank you as always, Gillian. Wonderful to speak to you as always. Look forward to talking to you next week. You're listening to The Power Up Show with me and Paul and our live 90.5. It is 6.22 on Thursday the 3rd of October 2019. And Paul, do you want to introduce our next guest for us? I will. On the the line now, we have uh, Mark Puno from Three Peaks International. Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Welcome to The Power Up Show. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be uh, to be part of your show, and uh, welcome to all the your listeners. Ah, fantastic! Well, it's very good, and I thought I should introduce you because Mia got the name of your company wrong when she tried to introduce you earlier on. So I thought I would um, add Mark, some professionalism to the show. It wasn't so. my fault. Paul didn't ah, open his right. mouth, and he it, called you the three pigs, and I thought it, that can't be right. If it makes you feel any better, Mark, it's uh, it's Thursday evening, and our view is this is a business show, but the way we look at it, it needs to be a little bit lighthearted because it's nearly the end of the week, and everybody's a bit tired on the way home from work. And so Paul can't right. speak, so he's that's trying right, to cover it? up the fact that he made a mistake. <laughs> that's right. Everyone's looking forward to the long weekend. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, um, anyway, Mark, I thought um, the reason why we've got you here to uh, to talk to uh, to us and our listeners this evening is uh, very much on the subject of um, a virtual assistants. Now, virtual mm-hmm. assistants are something which uh, have been around for a while in, in different ways. Um, and uh, just really wanted you to give us some, uh, some, some insight from your perspective and what you've seen. So, just first of all, do you just want to probably just for the bacon for some of the listeners that may um may not be, what, what would uh, you know what, what really is a virtual assistant or virtual staff that uh, businesses can use well a virtual staff in in simplest terms is really um someone or basically um generally a self-employed home-based professional who subcontracts their services out to any individual or businesses that have need of it and that's pretty much the simplest way that i can define it when you say have need of it, uh, do you know you need somebody or it, do you find now that small business owners are actually working themselves into the ground and don't even realize that there is a workforce out there that could potentially take two to three hours, you know, as little as three hours a week away yes, from the uh, business owner? Yes, that's that's right. And um, you know what? Because as business owners, we all want to um, succeed and obviously we want to make sure that the business keeps running. Um, but one mistake that I see, um, and it's not just with other business owners, but even sometimes I need to remind myself, is that as business owners, we constantly need to be aware that we need to work on the business rather than in the business. Mm, so as absolutely. part of your daily business growth, you need to be able to come up with um, sort of like a scaling plan on which at some point you need to decide, well, um, I need to get someone to help me with this so that I can then better invest my time in something else. It's interesting what you mentioned there, and that's a scaling plan. And I think a lot of business owners don't actually understand what a scaling plan means. And they tend to grow faster than their business can cope. And that's when businesses implode. And sometimes it's just as easy and simple as getting in someone to work with them in the short term, if that needs to be, just to take some of that additional stress and pressure off of them. Mm. That's right. That's right. And um, like I said, it's quite common. So um, I I know for myself, um, 
Um, I just found myself um, uh, really, really busy, really, really working long hours and not really having enough to show for it. And then I realized that, hang on, I'm just doing too much of the nitty gritty. A lot of it, did, I didn't really have the expertise for it. Um, and that's when I had to reach out. I reached out to my business coach. Um, and then um, when I told her um, what, what I was going through, she said, yeah, you need to scale up now because um, you're working more in the business rather than on the business. So um, definitely something that you just need to be aware of. Um, obviously, we all have different business goals, mm. uh, but at some point um, in, in that business cycle, you have to recognize that, um, yeah, there is growth and that um, you do need someone else to step in so that you can reinvest your time in Absolutely. something else. And I, and I was talking to somebody, I was I'm meeting with somebody earlier on to, today, Mark, and, uh, and this gentleman was talking about uh, something as simple as the fact that, uh, you know, he gets someone to basically just observe his emails, respond to straightforward queries, and um, uh, and to do a little bit of uh, admin here and there. It, so, yeah. And sometimes that can take so much time away from, uh, <laughs> oh, from somebody. Yeah. And, uh, can I tell you, I'd love someone to finish my business awards application, because that's taken me two days, and I don't feel like I'm getting any closer to finishing the <laughs> blooming thing. Yeah. So, actually, Paul, you raise a good point there or the statement you've just made mm. mark what are what are some of the tasks mm. that a va can actually take off your desk yeah well vas in general they have you know we're talking about a very um diverse field of professionals here so um you can have um vas that specialize in um or not specialized but um are very proficient in general administration administrative tasks such as customer service you know answering those emails you know just plowing through them managing your calendar managing your inbox you know those type of things social media management is big as well uh, making sure that you have a footprint that there's content out there to drive your website um, but then you also have um, uh, professionals or virtual staff that have more specialized tasks such as bookkeeping hmm. graphic design marketing those type of professionals right so um, it's it, it, it's quite varied, and it's amazing since I stepped into the industry um, how much um, I've gotten to interact uh, with, with these professionals. It's interesting because you raise an interesting point that there's very many peop- many tasks that a VA takes and there's roles and responsibilities they take on, on behalf of you. Mm. And it could be argued that, you know, in my field, in Paul's field, Paul being an outsourced HR strategist and myself being an outsourced sales director slash strategist, mm. we're also that virtual assistant. Well, that was that's assistant, right. Yes. We're actually mm. that virtual Absolutely. team that business can tap into that's to, right. as you said, scale. That's right, yeah. And um, it, it's really just um, recognizing as a business owner, um, recognizing your own strengths as well. Um, knowing that, for example, myself, I love talking to people. Uh, I love meeting their needs and sort of like laying out the groundwork on which I can help them out. Um, but then um, I also know that if I were to take all of the work on board at this point in time, I'm not going to be able to grow the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So what I need to do is get someone who is, um, have values that are aligned with myself, have the competence, competencies that are aligned with myself, and take on the actual work and make sure that um, the customer is looked after. You know, the customer can still um, reach me. Um, but the important thing is making sure that we look after our customers, making sure that they get the best service that we can get them. And virtual assistance for me is a big part of that. And that's a very good point. I know when we yeah. had a conversation, Mark, as well, um, and you, mm. you, you made that point there because I mean, clearly you've got a, a real passion in making sure that um, about people anyway. And mm. what I liked as well, and what you said there, Sarah, I think it's so important getting the right kind of person to work because somebody that's might right. have the skill set. 
But yeah, right, regardless right. of where they are, and and I guess sometimes there are, I guess I guess we haven't talked about any details yet, but I guess there are onshore and offshore, uh, sorry, right. onshore and offshore options. Yeah. Um, right. You know, there still needs to be that connection about that right person to work, uh, right. yeah. uh, as yeah. well as the skill set, and, and that's and that and that's critical um, in terms of uh, from virtual or or I guess if you're hiring an employee, I guess. Yes, that's right, and um, I I do recruitment as well, and um, I believe that virtual staff is becoming more and more integrated in recruitment mm. because mm. I believe that at the end of the day, recruitment is connecting talent with business, whether it's physically in the office with you or somewhere remote. And um, mm. as as a recruitment person, as a virtual agency, um, the values or what we look for are the same, which is. Um, I call them the five C's, which is character, competency, chemistry, um, commercial profile, and the channel in which you get your, your, your person, right? So all that, that five things, it's still the same whether you're recruiting for a person that's going to work in your office or someone that's going to work for you remotely. And that's a very good point. And I think I think the one thing you talk about here as well is always that that matching in terms of uh, the person, you know, mm. whether it's remote or uh, or direct, is 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 is, that, is absolutely key um, yeah. to get the yeah. right person in there. And uh, yeah. and I guess probably that's where you're, you know, where the fact that you actually look at both. And and I think that uh, from my perspective, I think in terms of you're ahead of the game there with that thinking because. Um, you know, I have to say, for, from my experience, um, that's not something else I've come across, which is why I was fascinated to talk to you and get you on the show tonight to share all this great, uh, great knowledge. Mark, we, yeah, well, we need to clear off some adverts now um, and just go to a break. So could I ask you just to stick around with us? And when we come yeah. back, let's just continue this conversation because I don't think by any means we're close to finishing No, we're not. It. And we've got, I think the text line might have been going as uh, well. So we might yes, have a few text so questions for you, Mark, uh, as and well. And just a reminder <laughs> to our listeners, our text line 0480-028-100. We have Mark from 3 Peaks uh, on the phone with us today chatting everything virtual assistance. You're listening to the Power Up Show with Mir and Paul on a live 90.5. Gotta fire up with our first All question, right, that's okay. Let's go. Uh, Jess, okay, that's Jess here. Uh, what should I do to ensure my VA performs consistently? Performs constantly? Well, um, the main thing, um, like with any um, uh, virtual assistant or even any employee, in fact, is to really at the start um, ensure that. Uh, you lay out the expectations you have of them. And part of that is really detailing out the expected output, the expected hours, um, and everything that you would want the VA to produce. Because a lot of the times um, when when we have an employee in the office, we kind of have like, oh, yeah, you know, we just leave them there. They'll be all right. And then at the end of the day, we can talk with virtual um, assistants because they're remote, right? So you have to manage them a bit differently. Um, so one thing that I personally ask uh, my staff um, and when we're engaging with our clients is we identify what is the daily output that you need to produce? What is our daily KPI? You know, and how often do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you every hour? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to call you every half hour? Stuff like that. Just to make sure that expectations are met um, so that when, when things come up, right, it's more like a dialogue rather than a confrontation. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point, yeah. and I think that because, uh, as you quite right, right, so when someone's in the office, you know, you would you would manage performance, or at least let's put it this way, people should manage the performance of their employees in the yeah. office. Not always my experience, <laughs> but um, but it's uh, the same it applies, but it's just in a different way to make sure that um, That's right. you've got the right kind of goals there to make sure and right expectations that are set. 
Um, and I guess uh, presumably it's a case of, uh, you know, just continue to monitor. So would you would you say for a VA you would do a periodical um, performance review with a VA like you would do um, an employee if they're with you? Yes, absolutely. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's only because we want to make sure that not only are we keeping um, uh, the VA accountable, but we want to make sure that um, the business that we're trying to assist or support, um, that their needs are being met, but also that we're able to support them in their growth because no business ever stays the same. They're not stagnant. They're mm-hmm. dynamic. Absolutely. So they want to grow as well. So as they grow, their needs grow as well. So when you see their needs grow, that's when you can engage them again and go, hey, you know what? I noticed that since you ran that campaign, you know, you've had an increase of 10, 20% in your customer queries. So, um, and the, the complexity in those queries are becoming uh, more frequent. So, um, did you want to revise your script in how we approach them, or how did you want to mm. um, approach it? So, it, it, it opens up that two-way dialogue between the business owner and the actual VA. That's excellent, Mark. And look, Jess, I hope that answers your, your question mm. very well. Mir, um, they were flooded with questions here. Do yeah, you want to fire on the next so one? I, can't, I, can't I, read I have a, a question from um, our dear friend Chris Slack of the Finance Consultancy. You may remember uh, Chris. He was on this show months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah correct. Yeah, yeah. He, he does the, the, the tricky finance. He mm. helps business owners find that tricky finance. We yeah. definitely got to get Chris back, but hi, Chris. So Chris says, uh, does your virtual assistant expert you recommend going overseas to meet and interview prospects? To meet and interview prospect? Um, well, uh, the, well, if you really want to, then there's nothing stopping you. However, um, the good news is with um, the advances in technology that we have, it's really not necessary uh, because um, when you have, you know, very, very cheap options or free options, even like Google Hangouts, Skype, Zoom, and all of that, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty easy to meet up, right? Yeah. And uh, most of the time um, when, um, when my, my clients ask me, I want to be involved in the interview process um, for, you know, in selecting the virtual assistants, um, you obviously go through their qualifications, experience, and all of that. Uh, but part of that is also um, uh, finding out if the virtual assistant has um, access to a professional-looking workspace. Because yes. at the end of the day, your virtual assistant actually represents you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that they not only know their stuff, but they also present well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Uh, how much training is required when investing in a VA, Ryan has asked? Well, in terms of, um, it, it really depends on the scope of your business and also what uh, what you want from the virtual assistant. So, um, we had one where we just um, wanted just the simple uh, social media management uh, type task, um, basic customer service, which is just answering emails. Um, so, for me, we just, you know, we, we got into agreement with the client that, um, we are able to do it in just one day. However, um, I also have a client that um, needed help with his sales process in the sales quote part of his business. Um, that took a bit longer. I think it was within a week. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on on um, how much um, you want from the virtual assistant. I suppose that's going to follow up. Sorry to interrupt you here, but we've got a question from Graham, which uh, came actually in relatively early, so I almost missed it. Uh, and it actually follows up from what you just said here. And Graham said, I used to have a virtual assistant in the past, but found it took so long to train them that I didn't get mm. much of a benefit. What has yeah. changed or what should I do to change that? Well, um, the main thing really is, um, it, it's both ways really. One is um, you need to look at 
um, with with due respect, obviously. Um, but you need to look at uh, the communication process itself. Um, are the are the goals clear? Are the expected output clear? Um, so that's one thing. Um, are the tasks clear as well? But also on the other side, um, you need to look at well, is the person qualified to do the the role in the first place? Because if they don't have the the qualifications or the experience, then yes, of course they would struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's like your normal um, recruitment process where you screen your candidates well, um, you make sure that there are they have the right competency, um, and then they also have the right experience for it as well. The last question before we finish off uh, comes from oh where did it go? Oh, didn't leave the name. Um, what is the difference between? Oh no, hang on. Let's do this one. It will be an easy one, I suppose. How much do I pay a VA? Stephen wants to know. Well, it's um, it that that can be a bit varied as well. Um, I mean, is it still a going rate of like three dollars that it was maybe six or seven years ago? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if if you were sub if you were contracting uh, a virtual assistant directly, then yes, uh, you would pay a bit cheaper on, on that side. Um, it really depends. It's, it's hard to say because, remember, these guys are operating in different economies. Mm. So, yes, for example, yes. $1 in Manila may not be the same as $1 in India or Sri Lanka or mm. Pakistan, right? So, but for us, it's still a dollar, mm. right? Mm. So, um, it, it, it's hard to pinpoint how much should I pay. Um, all I can say is if you want to do it direct, um, then I would say just look at your budget and then mm. from there work backwards. Um, if you were to pay... Um, any agency, a lot of agencies right now have packaged deals, which is good, um, but then they can also tailor um, a specific pricing for your needs as well. So I think that's the best way to go. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much. How do our listeners get hold of you, Sinis? There were quite a few questions. What's the best website that they can go to? Well, um, for, for questions, um, you, can, you can drop in um, a note on my uh, website which is uh, www.3peaksinternational.com.au um, You can find me on Facebook as well, 3 Peaks International oh, And we are just ending off the show today, Paul, and as always jam-packed show, but do you want to give our listeners a little bit of a hint as to what is happening next week? Well, we have a, a new guest, a new series starting from, from next week um, and Mia, you know more details yeah. than me, so why don't you tell us? You know you want to. We have the magnificent Jane Jackson joining us for a nine-part series on career transition and development, and this is specifically designed Going up to Christmas for those people who may be looking at changing careers in the new year and more importantly, when all those redundancies tend to come up just before Christmas in order to better prepare you for that. Redundancies just before Christmas. I know. What I just have a rule about that. <laughs> yeah, let's not do it. Um, no, we're signing off. Paul is quite silent because he has nothing to say, doesn't know what to say, and Raj George and I win. <laughs> <laughs> Raj, take over. And as always, it's been fantastic having the Power Up Show with you. Have a great evening and good night.